and welcome to the Fed 10 podcast. Um, Simon here on the presenting duties once again, uh, joined by uh, Fraser. How are you, Fraser? Evening. All good. All good. And we're also joined by a, re- a returning guest, uh, fantastic Mr. Ox. How are you? Hello. Very well, thank you. Very well. Good, good. Long time um, no speak. Indeed, indeed. It, it was. I think since since we last spoke, we've we've gone on quite a, a run of, uh, of well a, a record-breaking run of wins on the trot, mm. um, which came to a an end on Saturday. Um, but Tuesday we we started a, hopefully another long winning run and, and two so a, a defeat and a win but and two kind of contrasting performances as well and and the defeat was a i think a much better performance than the the game that we won against bristol rovers but what the what were your thoughts on that you know performance wise and, and result wise um i mean if this wasn't a podcast and we didn't have to beef it out a bit i'd probably just skip straight to the next item because you basically <laughs> you basically done it perfectly there it it's, it it kind of seemed to be exactly that um we 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 seemed to be pretty pretty sort of in control is that maybe a bit much to say uh, against doncaster um but, mm. but didn't get anything and um yeah the rovers game was eh, won't really live long will it but you know it was still a still an important victory I think the thing the thing about that as well though is that Doncaster if you speak to it's like anything do you look at it with rose tinted specs because if you speak if you saw the Doncaster fans afterwards they were they were moaning like hell about the referee which is ironic considering that penalty that we didn't get <laughs> but um we were we I thought we were in control of it for most but then we did concede three goals and we do we did still look cagey at the back I mean there was some pretty keystone cops defending for their third to be honest having watched it back again um but you know it, it it's kind of like it's kind of like does it really matter does it really matter at the end of the day when you then go on and win another one so um i'm i'm not too i'm not too disappointed we lost it to be honest because that run was going to come end at some point and doncaster you know they're the other team that were in form and it's not like they smashed us is it so no, absolutely. It, it, like you say, that there were one or two moments in that where their goals came from us making mistakes and and being a bit sloppy in defence and not closing down and that kind of thing. And and like you say, that that penalty was, I think, as clear a penalty as you're likely to see. Having said that, I think a lot of people looking back at it went, yeah, was the referee unsighted? He wasn't in a great position. I think he was unsighted, but the linesman on the far side from where the camera angle was should have seen it. It was quite clear where he was stood that he would have seen the defender just take take out Shadipo. you know it was as clear a penalty as you're likely to see if we put that away maybe it's three all and and it's it's a, a much better obviously much better result than than losing uh, and perhaps more of a reflection on the game you're, you're right they they were clinical they weren't great we we dominated but mm. they were clinical with the chances they got yeah and i, I must say for all of my uh opposition and hatred of uh VAR, um, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> there was a perfect <laughs> argument for it right there, isn't there? <laughs> um, but I even th- even I must say, for I one percent of me thought oh, VAR would give that, <laughs> but um, but yeah, there we go. I, can't, think as I well, can't. VAR is. Uh, they often look at the you know the pundits will go. Well, there was contact. I always think that's a stupid thing to say because it's contact sport, and just because there's contact doesn't mean it's a penalty. But I think. When when the defender did what he did to Shadipo, which was literally just well, I'll just step across and put you know barge you over. Uh, 
that yeah. kind of contact is a penalty. And I, th- I think the referee even, I mean, well, if you, if, you, if you believe exactly what Carl said, but didn't he say in the post-match that the referee approached him and said, oh, I missed that one, didn't I? So I think you know referees do get it wrong. Yeah, in fact, Carl was. Um, I, did you did you hear? Because he, he Robinson did actually sort of say about that about that whole thing as look they're they're doing a full time job and then they're coming here and they're knackered. So mm. it's not surprising <laughs> they make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. We've we've talked about. I've, I've certainly banged on about referees and and asked questions at, at Oxford United fans forum about why ex players don't go into refereeing. And, you know, why there isn't a sort of a because it's often the thing that's said about referees. Oh, they've not played the game. They don't understand the game. And it's like, well, OK, why not fast track ex players who, who might have had an injury and can't play, but would be fit enough to referee or or just, you know, players who retire, who retire at 30, 35. That's young for a referee. Um, why not get them involved in I mean that's that's perhaps a topic for another day, but uh, <laughs> well, I think you'd have to I think you'd have to increase their salaries a bit to do that. <laughs> so yeah, maybe. I don't think a former player, even at any level, would be that interested in the uh, abuse that came with it well, for the for the what may, maybe then that that's another point. If we want, I, I remember somebody once uh, talking an anecdote about a referee where a player was constantly moaning about the referee and saying how awful he was, and the referee eventually got fed up with him, turned around to him and went, mate, you're playing like it was non-league level, whatever. He said, I am the standard of referee you'll get at this level. If you want better referees, <laughs> you need to play at a higher level, which I thought was quite good. If, you're right. If we're saying, well, we, you know, referees or, sorry, ex-players won't go into to football and as referees because the money's not there, perhaps we need to pay referees more so we get more people wanting to do it. Because it, it's a famous task, you know, and uh, it's. It, I've got I honestly no idea what. <laughs> no. What, what what do they uh, what do they earn at our level? I've got no idea. Is it a, is it a match I, fee? Like, I said, I, yeah, I, good point. I no idea. They yeah. might they might get a thousand pound a game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, I, no possibly. idea. I don't think they do. But yeah, that would be uh, maybe maybe that's one we we will revisit uh, if we get another dodgy decision. Um, but we. Luckily, that it well, it it perhaps made an uh, you know had an impact on the result, um, but ultimately, like you say, we were we were going to lose that winning run at some point. Came against the form side, who you know uh, are above us in the table, doing well, um, and like you say, they didn't didn't trash us. So uh, we kind of we move on to the Bristol Rovers game. Actually, just going back to Doncaster, a couple of I thought. Um, the two guys that started, uh, or um, yeah, Elliot Lee and Brandon Barker, both looked in both games sort of dangerous. They, you know, obviously Brandon Barker needs to get his fitness up, but I thought Elliot Lee, it, for those that know his, you know, remember seeing his dad play for for the that Newcastle side, the sort of the the mid to late nineties Newcastle side that were were a great side to watch you know Ginola and and Shearer and Asprilla and all the sort of flair players and, and Rob Lee was the was the midfielder who just ticked it over you know he was the he was the the seven or eight out of ten every week and he Elliot Lee looks sort of cut from the same cloth he's a very intelligent footballer doesn't look flash I mean he scored a scored a good goal um, last night and and just looks like a, a really clever footballer who, who at this level is I think perhaps maybe 
of the signing. We, we'll wait to see. It's too early to to say, but he could well be the, the the signing that that does hit the headlines that we perhaps didn't initially think he would. You know, it would be Port Brandon Barker's the big signing, but maybe Elliot Lee's the one that will have more of an impact. Yeah, I, I thought that going back to Doncaster as well in terms of, I thought that was. I was very excited when I saw that lineup that he'd started with both Lee and Barker as well, and I thought that mm. did show some intent. And certainly going forward, I mean, we shouldn't fear anyone. We're going to score goals. Um, yeah. Just maybe tighten it up at the back a little. Yeah, that well, that's that's something we're going to have to do with with Sam Long. I think it was a hamstring injury, so I don't know yet whether they've said how long that's likely to be. Um, that it'll be out, but he perhaps got cover there with Jamie Hansen and and. Ford played there when he came on as a sub last night, so hopefully yeah, enough cover. Ford was quite busy last night, wasn't he? Mm. And, and you know, um, uh, uh, Long's injuries—it's we've talked about him a lot on the podcast recently, and and this has probably been his arguably so far his best season for Oxford. But it's kind of um, yeah, it was a little bit. We just thought, oh, bloody typical. It's just it's because it's he just never seems to have any luck, does he? He sort of gets into the side, does well, and then something happens. Either a player comes in who's better, or or manager thinks he's better, or an injury happens and he <laughs> he's out again. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope he's back soon. But there we go. Yeah, and we we've certainly got still got plenty of games to play. Um, although we're we're cracking on through uh, halfway through February. You know, we've still got, what is it, 23 games to play? 20, no, 21 games to play. So we're only just mm. through halfway through our, so, our games. So I, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a lot of a lot of injuries and, and fatigue. Mm. So, yeah, I think um, it's not, un, you know, I think it, it's going to happen more and more with players. It's going to have niggling injuries through through fatigue and that kind of thing. I was going to ask you guys, actually, because um, I was trying to sort of, work it out and I couldn't couldn't really get to anywhere but are we now kind of caught up to where we would normally be in this season I know that we've got a couple of games extra because of the the pizza trophy thing but have most of the teams kind of played how many games they would have done in normal season or are we still catching up in fact last time I was on it was I think it was before the Swindon game but it was obviously still while we were in that horrible sort of period where we were just not doing so well and a lot of people were saying is it now is it now time to panic and that and I think I said look this is still a lot earlier in the season than than November normally is and it's still very early and still too early to to say and I think you know we can't get carried away the other way either we've just gone on a great run but you know it's the it's the it's the same thing really we're gonna we're not, you know, great if we do, but we're probably not going to win the next nine games in a row. Um, and we shouldn't just win. No. There's just too much, too, too ups and downs with fans sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we've, um, with with 21 games left, I mean, that's that's 63 points. That's a, that's a hell of a lot to play for, yeah. yeah. I, I guess the with the run, um, yeah, no, you know, I'm not down for a second. It was an amazing run to be on. Um, but the, the absolute cynic would probably say that the first time we came up against a really good side, we came unstuck. Um, so I guess there's still there's still bits to do. Um, but yeah, it's the difference in this team now compared to the one that played Swindon. God, it's, yeah. it's just unrecognisable. It is. And so much of it is confidence as well, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, 
And that's that's what you'd reply to the cynic with. <laughs> I'm building this fake yeah. argument in my head here between yeah. these two imaginary people, but yeah, no, you know, I'm not it? imaginary. I'm that cynic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you? Are you real? <laughs> yeah, here he is. Yeah. No, but it's interesting because there was another thing about that Doncaster game is that I mean, Stevens came in and it's all been wonderful since he came in, uh, and yet he, he was pretty much at fault you'd say for that first goal is near well I mean certainly you've got to ask questions of himself and I wonder if that had been Eastwood earlier in the season people would have been going mental at him and so why is he still there why is he dropped so you know it's just a period you know people just need to reflect maybe on you know it's never it's never all good it's never all bad and you know we just need to be realistic with expectations on players really see I just had a very quick tap away at Google and we're about three games behind looking looking at the same date last year um, the league league one teams have played sort of between 27 and 31 games we're now between 24 and 28 games so we're about three games behind which is not too bad really considering the number of games we've had called off um, it's no. yeah we're, we're sort of what we say a couple of weeks behind then I guess with with making up three games. Yeah, I must admit, about a month ago, I was pretty certain that I couldn't see how the season was going to finish. That was when all those games suddenly were being cancelled two or three weeks together. Mm. And it looked like, how the hell are they going to fit these in? But in fairness, that rolling out that testing regime, it's obviously been successful. And, uh, you know, I mean, it is going to finish now. So um, on time, almost certainly. So um, that's yeah. pretty good success story, really. True. Yeah, and the and the games that were were called off over the last sort of week have been mainly through weather related. Um, Got to feel sorry, Exeter have gone up to Barrow, uh, and that was called off within about, uh, about an hour before kick off last night. And you just think, God, blimey, that's a that's a hell of a trip, on, you know, on the best of days. But to go all the way up there, game gets called off, back on the bus, yeah. horrible weather. Yeah, God. not a lot of fun. So, I guess yeah. um, we should mention, I mean, depending on your opinion, um, we've had some good news on salary caps um, mm. in, in the last day or two. Um, I, I say depending yes. on your opinion of that. Um, <laughs> um, so it, I, I think, is it confirmed that it's been it's been lifted or it's pretty much going to get lifted um, next year? So it will be gone. I don't think the squad number limit's gone, but the the cap is pretty much gone now, isn't it? Wasn't it the? Didn't the PFA appeal it as essentially a kind of a kind of a restraint of trade if you're introducing salary caps that it's essentially a, a restraint of trade. So, I, I yeah, if, uh, I guess clubs have to work within their means, but equally, there's there's sort of uh, you should be allowed to pay what you want to pay any employee really. Um, I guess the issue might be if. If football clubs are looking for government handouts or, or you know, taxpayer money, that kind of thing, and they're not being sensible with their spending, that can be a bit. But then I guess that's that's the same for any business. You know, if somebody's earning a lot of money and 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 they've been furloughed, I guess it's why should football be any different? They're they're, they're getting paid what they what they deserve, I guess, and. One of those things, but yeah, yeah I, I think it's uh, I personally, I, I'm really not sure where to come down on it. But if if you're an aspirant League One club, 
which we are, we, we want to be in the championship, then it can only be good for us because otherwise um, we're, we're limited. In, in If we've got money that we could spend and maybe just go over budget, we can't do it. But if you're an Accrington Stanley, and obviously the chairman there has been quite vocal um, um, around all this, and obviously it means that it means that they're a lot closer to teams like Sunderland, teams like Hull. Um, whereas if, you, if, we, if you're a club like us and you want to get up into that championship, if that cap had stayed there, I mean, you won't see much of a difference now, but in five years' time, if you're still a League One club, those championship clubs have are, are, are disappeared away from you because they've, they, you know, the, the gap between the championship and League One would just become the same as what it is between the Premier League and the championship, if not bigger. So I think we have to think it's good for us. Whether it's good for the game as a whole is is debatable. But I, what I would say is that the sanctions that clubs have now, if they do go bust, like what happened to Bury, are pretty tough. It's not like Portsmouth, when they, they had their tax problems, they just get relegated a couple of leagues. And at the time, that must have been horrible for them. But actually, you know, they've not done too badly out of it, have they? They won the FA Cup and... You know, played in the Premier League for a decade, and you know they're not they've not done badly out of it. If you asked any Pompey fan, would you take that? Then they would take it. And bringing it back to Oxford, I mean, that's kind of what we did in the eighties, and we paid for it, you know, and we paid for it for twenty years after that. So, but would you take that away? No. So I think you've got to have that ambition, and I think that salary cap just um, it, it it stifles that. And it's a bit different to like in America when they were in the NFL and they have the salary caps. It's very different because everybody is equal. There's no promotion relegation. Everybody, you know, is, you know, starts on the same level, so to speak. And then the next year, they the the lowest ranked team gets the best picks of young players and all that. So in a perfect system like they have over there, it would work. But, you know, we're not equal over here. So you've got to take what advantage you can to try and push on, Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Like you say, it is difficult to know quite where to come down on which side of the argument because it's 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 a very complex argument, and and I guess that that reflects the complexity of our league structure. You know, talking about American football, you know, where there is I'm not I'm not a massive fan, but there's no relegation promotion, is there? It's it's a kind of you're in the league and it's something that they've talked about. I think in rugby as well, where you know maybe they they'll try and and it allows teams to build a little bit of you know, if they know they're not going to get relegated they can plan for the future football because of the massive pyramid that we've got and you know and and the likes of you look at Wimbledon coming up through the leagues back in the 80s and 90s and and Bournemouth going from the bottom of of the fourth division into the Premier League relegated now but you know that there are teams up and down through the divisions and like you say you've got in seventh place in League One, Sunderland on 41 points. In eighth, Accrington on 41 points. Two clubs probably in this league as far apart as you can get, you know, in terms of size and, and, and finances and all of that, Every, you know, history almost as well. But they can compete at the same level. You know, if you're prudent with what you're doing on the pitch with 11 players, hey, you, you've got that chance to, to progress. Um and like you say, if 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 a football club wants to 
you don't want them to gamble but if they want to invest as wisely as possible which we we as a club have kind of done we're, we're looking at young players and we're We've invested in the in the training ground and that kind of stuff. And you want to be ambitious, and you've got an ambitious board who are prepared to put the money in. I guess, yeah, you should allow mm. them to. Yeah, and and even that salary cap in itself it isn't that they had that's now gone. Apparently, it's, it wasn't completely. It didn't even things up as much as you'd think anyway. Because if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not. It wasn't like a set amount. It was. A, percentage of your turnover yeah. so the yeah. likes of Sunderland are still going to have more money to spend mm. um than, than a smaller club anyway and so, sorry bring it back to NFL again it's turned into an NFL podcast <laughs> but but there it's literally a set amount it's like I think it's like 34 million dollars or something like that uh, this year um and that, that that's all that they can spend on wages so if it was like that across everybody then great but you know that's never going to happen so no. you've got to have that You've got to have that, as you said, like club like Bournemouth. I mean, what a what a what a great journey for for mm. their fans. Yeah, and that was done with a, a, an owner that invested huge amounts of money. It you know it was portrayed to an extent as a bit of a fairy tale story. I think the season they got promoted only, I think it was Leeds and Sheffield Wednesday were the only two clubs that had outspent them in terms of salary. So you know they 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 were yes small club inverted commas in terms of sort of history and stadium and that kind of thing. But they were they were backed by a, a guy that, you know, put plenty of money in and, and they got to a point in the Premier League where they that kind of that that risk was returned in terms of what they get from the Premier League coffers. So There we go. We just anyway. need a we just need a billionaire to buy us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, uh, we seem to have some of those on the board, so let's see oh, uh, right, yeah. what might happen um, yeah. in the future. Um, Talking about the future, nice segue, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Wigan on Saturday. Wigan on uh, Wigan on Saturday. They they beat Northampton last night, and Northampton sat their manager. We beat Bristol Rovers last night. Bristol Rovers sat their manager. So uh, two How two teams. How often has that happened to us? How often have we played a club and then they've sacked their manager? Yeah. I, I can't I, believe any club has had it as much as, much as we have. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I've I've thought that a lot through through sort of uh, through our history. Whether is are we you know are we, is it really embarrassing to get beat by us or, or are we yeah, are we just the last straw or what? what is it's it, slightly you know? offensive, frankly. It, yeah, 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 I agree. They could wait to the next game, couldn't they? You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Wigan. So uh, another club that that kind of came up through non-league uh, and and got to the Premier League and FA Cup and all that. Um, but they're struggling this season. They're they're down in the relegation spots. Um, like I say, beat Northampton last night, but equally Northampton are, are struggling as well. So uh, their run of form has been pretty poor. Um, what are we thinking for Saturday? I think we I think we'd all be sort of perfectly uh, acceptable to be conf- very confident about Saturday yeah I mean I'm, I'm I'd go straight in with a 3-0 win I think it'd mm. be quite comfortable as well to be honest is that really cocky is that really arrogant I don't I don't know but I, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't be pretty confident with this I mean they're obviously not very good are they you can see that from their form um, they seem to be leaking goals all over the place um, they're not they're not sort of I always imagine that they're quite far 
I thought this about our friends down the A four twenty as well. I th- I think these I always think these clubs are quite far adrift. I look at the table and they they don't appear to be. They've all still kind of got a fighting <laughs> chance if they put a couple of wins yeah. together. But um, but yeah, no, yeah, I, well, I, I yeah, Burton the bottom, but they've they've had a couple of quite decent results. They beat Hull um, recently, and since Jimmy Floyd Hasselback, they've won a couple of games since he's come back. Um, so they might, you know, although they're they're kind of not really well five points off Northampton game in hand games in hand over Swindon and and maybe yeah it's 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 yeah. tight down there definitely from Rochdale down um, yeah. it is pretty tight fantastic Mr Ox what would your thought what are your thoughts on on Wigan on Saturday and and uh, a prediction if you will no no <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, you've got to be confident I reckon. I reckon we'll concede one, but I reckon we'll win four. I reckon same margin, but it'll be 4-1. I reckon Barker and Lee will be banging them in from the sides. And yeah, I reckon you've got to be... I mean, if you can't predict uh, something like that for a game against a team in woes like theirs when we've been in good form, then when can you? So 4-1. Have, we, have yeah. we pl- have we played them at our place since the 7-1, seven, 7-0, seven whatever that was? Ooh. I don't know that we have, have we? Well, the last game not. against them in Oxford was probably yeah. that. I think it was under. Was it Pep's last game, or he hung on for a bit, didn't he? And then, in which case, then I'm going to go outlandish and <laughs> uh, predict a uh, a seven-one uh, <laughs> as some kind of of uh, retribution and revenge for uh, for that. So uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. For it. I'm going to go for a seven-one. I think you're right. There's there's definitely goals in that team now. Barker with his, oh, his God, first yeah. last night. Elliot Lee, Mac Taylor, Shadipo, who still to me, I know weirdly you kind of think there's a lot more to come from him. Um, he's scoring a lot of goals and doing some good stuff. And when you think, yeah, do that for ninety minutes and and you'll be a hell of a player because he really is. Uh, yeah, he's been quite impressive. So hmm. yeah. Um, Did we talk about the Bristol game? <laughs> We we kind of did, yeah. We we we'll, we'll revisit it and talk a bit more. It, good yeah, good game, Bristol wasn't it? Rover. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, not a great game, but a great result. Did you watching it on the iFollow um, thing? The our kit looks pink on my screen. Is that just my it screen? Does. No, it <laughs> does. <laughs> You're right. It does. I thought that as well. <laughs> really disconcerting. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was a, it was a shame we couldn't be there because it's everyone always hates that away end. But I kind of like how crap it is. That it's that mm. crap. It kind of becomes good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but mm. yeah, like you say, Si, it looked very cold. Um, and um, yeah, we ended up getting some on the sack. So uh, as we were saying, but yeah, it, um, I don't know. It wasn't obviously we. We weren't very good, were we? <laughs> but, um, I don't know that it matters that much. No. Two great finishes. No, we, we kind um, of didn't need to be great, did we? No, no. Um, I have to say, I'm really excited about Barker, though. You know, just when he gets the ball and just that, that he's just rapid, isn't he? And just yeah. absolutely, you know, he, I, you just love those players that just get the ball, put their head down and just twat it, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Old fashioned, in, Old in fashioned. The, the, you know, it's not lots of step overs and dropping shoulders. It's just I'm gonna knock it past you, and yeah. I'm gonna run past you quicker. Yeah, no, he's he's very exciting. Yeah, absolutely, and um, yeah, and he, you know, he, I know he wasn't really getting in the Rangers side, was he? But 
Um, you know, they are smashing that league this year, aren't they? So I guess mm. it's not that bad if you aren't getting in that side. Uh, no, there we go. No, very true. Yeah, the new signings down at, at, Bristol, at Bristol Rovers, yeah, Brandon Barker and Elliot Lee both getting goals. Um, I, th- I guess that's always nice for for an attacking signing to come in and and get a goal early on. They're not, well, you know, it's not it's not hanging over them. And, oh, when are you gonna, when are they going to score? And I thought both goals were quite, really well taken. Oh, yeah, yeah, great, fantastic. great finishes, and like you say, both exciting players, and um, yeah, it, it, I don't know, it kind of feels like we're spoiled at the moment. That's going to massively bite us in the ass, isn't it? Someone's <laughs> going to get injured now. It's be my fault, but um, yeah, I, 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 but yeah, it's it's really exciting times with the the squad Winnells that we've got. Is like a new signing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and great for him as well because you almost kind of forgot about him that he was even in the squad. Mm. Um, but yeah, great for him to bag those goals. Was it against Wimbledon uh, last week? Um, yeah, yeah. So hopefully he was unlucky he's... last night with a header right in yeah. the top corner. He couldn't have put it any yeah. more perfectly. It was a hell of a save from their keeper. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, there's a, there's a, yeah. It, it's it's kind of looking positive again. You know, although we lost last weekend. Well, okay. You know, it's going to happen. Let's move on from it. And and the the team look confident. There's there's plenty in the squad, um, and, and, and almost forgotten about you know Marcus McGuane who, who got injured a few weeks ago. Um, trying to think when that was. It was a home game. Was it was it a Northampton game? I can't remember. I can't. It remember. was certainly a little while ago. Um, but he's so he's kind of uh, a few weeks away. But again, it's going to be a long season. So having him back in the squad will. will improve us no end um yeah it's 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 positive isn't it it is <laughs> i can't yeah. i can't say any more than that i'm just it's we're looking forward to games thinking yeah we've got every chance of winning this um let's go on a run you know too early to start thinking about playoffs no but um look i, I think um I think from what I was saying earlier, you know, let's not get carried away either way. I mean, we are only three points off them and with games in hand, so why not? But let's just, you know, let's just be happy. We, we've we probably got enough points to stay up now. <laughs> is this, is that yeah, a bit that, too... Well, that's true. That's <laughs> true yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, I would I would love... I would I think what a story it would be. We, we go up this season via the playoffs. Wickham come down. Swindon go down as well. I mean, perfect. <laughs> and then we're all back in stadiums next year, watching it. Absolutely fantastic. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah you know, like could, you say, couldn't have been better. Can you imagine if we went up, they came down, and like say we 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 have the season in the championship with fans? I mean, we basically exactly, yeah. won overall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Can we just talk about how badly Swindon are doing though, and all their problems? We can. We can absolutely, and it's, and it's it's all happened since the you know fair play. We we talked about it with Swiss. You know they they had their mug, they had their t-shirts, they had their their win that nobody saw, um, and since then it's absolutely all gone to uh, to rubbish. I kind of so wish I'd bought one of those t-shirts now. <laughs> <laughs> they actually really did take them do. off sale, didn't they? They did. Take they did. Them off they sale did after about two days, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious, and yeah. it's not just on the pitch. By the looks of it, off the pitch, it doesn't appear to be going swimmingly either. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's interesting watching it happen down there, and that you know we we went through it, and I'm sure they were laughing just as much when it was happening to us. So, well, exactly. Uh, it's that's what being a football fan is about. Rivalries are about that, you know. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to see them go out of business, but I you know a, a, maybe a, a little sort of um, points deduction that absolutely guaranteed they had to go down. And then maybe down again. That would be funny. Uh, well, the thing um, is, right? I you know, would like to see them go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, but is, the thing right, is, no. I I would like to see them play in the Hellenic League for ten years. Is that is that so bad? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. But you know, and and the thing is, is that we know in the cold light day, these things go around and come around. So when it's in our favour, laugh your ass off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because exactly it might not right. come around again for a while. <laughs> <laughs> they they would well and I think we were talking about it in, in a WhatsApp group earlier earlier in the week when that sort of the news about their court hearing was on that was disrupted by someone playing porn which is yes. just hilarious oh, it's but, just crazy, um, it? you know when when that happened to rangers and they got and they got pushed down to the bottom of the scottish football league were, were celtic fans going oh well that's a shame because i'd rather we were playing them no they were laughing their asses off yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> yes yeah and no, and I... as you say goes around comes around look what's look what look where the table is now up there yeah, yeah absolutely yeah so they can yeah. play. They can play a few years in the, in the Hellenic. It'll be fine. They'll come yeah. back eventually. Indeed. I'd rather play Supermarine anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're the big rivals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, proper club. Yeah. Um, right. Um, any any other business? Well, obviously, hi Tim. Hi Tim. Um, hi. Ash doesn't um, say that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no. Sorry, I was um, just getting a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you were just drying uh, your hair, weren't you? Yes. <laughs> Hi to anyone else who's who's listening and enjoying. And if you if you are enjoying, you know, do the old retweets and and tell people about us. Because um, we, we, you know, I think we probably would do this if nobody listened. But it's it's nice if people listen and, and we get a bit of feedback from you. Yeah. So uh, thank you for listening if you are listening. Well, yeah, I, I guess thank you for listening because you'd only hear that if you were listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing the five minute fan forum last week Tiger was asked if he listened to any of the podcasts and he said no which is a bit bit disappointed with you Tiger hi Tiger if you're listening now yeah Tiger out we thought actually (laughs) (laughs) I know well thank you everybody for listening Um, fantastic Mr Ox thank you for joining us it's been a pleasure as always thank you guys thank you Thank you, Fraser. Cheers, and, cheers, uh, thanks. Thank Hi, you, Tim. everybody, for listening. Hi, Tim. Mm. Hi, Tim. And One more chance. Will... Fantastic to say it. <coughs> He's having a drink. <laughs> He's not going to. Oh, no Silence. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, everyone, for listening. If you've made it this far, well done. And uh, we'll catch up with you, um, I guess, after Wigan on Saturday. Take care, everybody. Have a good Bye. week. Look after each other. Bye. Bye.